listening to video games to the max hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max i am your host sean garmer with me as usual mr mark morrison Howdy. and yeah if you haven't uh, for some reason been around in games for this whole week this has been uh, i think what was promised lots of things coming out of the game awards uh that gta trailer actually wound up dropping a little bit early uh, we'll get into that, and Day of the Devs also happened. We'll get into that as well. Uh, some uh, bad stuff going on with uh, Bungie and their morale, uh, but most of this is going to be based around the Game Awards, so just letting you know, and there was a certain DLC that got announced, uh, Shadow Drop, that, I'll, uh, that I've gotten like probably halfway through that we'll get into as well. So with all that being said, let's get into it. All right, so let's uh, quickly get this uh, out of the way here. Uh, we do appreciate you, whether you watch live or, you know, what you can do, usually around on Fridays, around the 12, to between 12 and 1 o'clock Eastern time. We're live on YouTube, W2 Network, on Twitch, W2 Network, Facebook, all that same uh, deal there on uh, on X and all of those things. So... Uh, if you want to watch live, you can, like you could right now, or you can always, of course, watch on demand as well on the YouTube channel. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you don't only get what we do here, uh, which, you know, if you love video games, we do that here. You also get Tata Keiki that does all of the new anime stuff. Uh, rather your broadcasting folks do the movies, entertainment stuff. They just reviewed uh, the Godzilla Minus One uh, movie, which is apparently... Uh, pretty great. So, and they I think just extended the theatrical run for like another week. So, if you definitely have the funds, go watch that thing. Uh, pretty much shows everybody how to do a Godzilla movie from what I've taken from reading everybody's uh, thoughts that I've seen. And yeah, I mean, also you can listen later on podcasts with your ears as well. So, definitely, you know. Whichever way you want to check it out, you can do that and go also make sure to subscribe on the individual feed video games to the max on the audio side so you can then uh, listen to us whenever we do a show. So there you go. Let's get this going, Mark. I think we might as well uh, start with the uh, big thing that just happened uh, a few hours. Well, not a few hours, but uh, less than a day. Ago, which is the uh, Game Awards. I, I think uh, none of the really award winners are shocking uh, from actually who won. I think pretty much the ones we thought were going to win won the categories that they won. Uh, anything you want to say about actual award winners? Because I feel like that is the lesser part of of what this show was. Not really. I mean, uh, I'm, I guess I'm glad Baldur's Gate won. Like, between his only... To me, there's only a toss up between that and like Alan Wake 2. Like, yeah, the other three or four games aren't. Well, Zelda could have won possibly also. I don't know. Like, the pro to me, the problem with Zelda is it's like so iterative on Breath of the Wild that, yeah, you know, if if you were play, if you like had a screenshot of one of the games, you couldn't tell the difference, you know? 
Yeah, it, it would be unless you're seeing one of the like the Ultra Hand or something that was yeah, specific yeah, but in terms of the kingdom, right? You know, I could agree with you there. Um, but I think for the most part, I mean, it did win that uh, best. It won its category, which is yeah, best action uh, game, interesting or action um, adventure. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Alan Wake would well, Alan Wake Two would win that as well, but uh, it did not. Zelda won a best action adventure. Uh, Baldur's Gate basically swept almost everything it was in, um, except for uh, Alan Wake 2 winning Best Narrative, which I was happy to see. And Alan Wake like 2 actually got, like, I yeah. think it actually tied Baldur's Gate 3, I think. Is, yes, I think it did, yes. Um, no, no, Baldur's Gate 3 didn't win more, but, uh, yeah, Baldur's It wasn't Gate by won. a lot. <laughs> yep, Baldur's Gate 3 won five awards, and Alan Wake 2 won, or, you know, I mean, Alan that, Wake 2 slash yeah. Remedy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also one of them is like best community support, so it's a much different uh, award than yeah. the other ones, but still, still good that it won. Uh, glad Sea of Stars wound up bending best independent game um, instead of you know the one that was an independent game, Dave the Diver. Uh, surprise so, for Chia, but that's good. So the one thing that was kind of weird to me was Cyberpunk winning best ongoing game. Yeah. Like, Yo, man, that game is over now. <laughs> like, and uh, you would have thought that um, they would have corrected putting it in there and having one of the actual ongoing games win, uh, but it did not happen that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, I guess you could sort of call it a best ongoing game, but uh, well, because not- they have been patching it and stuff like that, and they added the the expansion, but I mean, by that you know, metric. They should rename the category to like the No Man's Sky Award for Best Ongoing Game. Yeah, <laughs> and to no surprise, Baldur's Gate also won the the Fan Players Vote Award uh, as well. Which I mean, get good that those line up sometimes because there are other times where Game of the Year is nowhere near what the player's voice one is. So yeah well, it's good uh, that, like yeah no one was hacking it or anything exactly that too and I, i'm happy final fantasy 16 at least won the best uh music award which totally deserved uh there so the thing with the awards though is uh and this is a lot of talk um that's come out after the game awards were over uh aside from also apparently you make this big deal about the future class, and then you put them in these terrible seats that are blocked by the person controlling the camera the whole time. Uh, that seems like a very bad oversight by Jeff. Uh, I don't know why I mean, you make a deal about them and bring putting them in seats and then have them blocked the whole time. That there were sense. a lot of bad decisions in the, the show. We'll yeah. Into. <laughs> uh, so the, the main thing that seems to be the big talking point, which I agree with, is... What's the point of even having awards if not only are you going to have five of them shot off in one go really quickly, but then you're not going to give the developers time to talk while you also make a big point at the beginning of the whole ordeal to say that this is about celebrating games and the people that make them and all of that stuff. And you're basically lying to the entire audience by what you decided to do. Uh, during this show, which I don't know, man, it it just rubbed me the wrong way. Like it really made me feel by the end of it, just call this Winter Games Fest and get it over with. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind it in the pre-show with that Sydney. I think that girl. Yeah, Sydney Goodman mm-hmm. gives a shit about the esports crap, honestly. Right uh, now, I mean, 
they use sports category. I don't know that that needs to be there anymore. Um, but that's that's beside the point. The other ones do, and then you're yeah. you're basically throwing them yeah, away. He, he like rapid fired off like you know best sports racing, best fighting game, best action like, adventure or action yeah. game. Sorry, yeah, like best RPG. I mean, yes, I know Baldur's Gate was going to win, and they already had won, and they already had people come out there and stuff like that. But it's like have new people come out fuck it why not no it's it's like we you want to be called the oscars but you don't see this happen at the oscars like the big awards they get their moment they have the people come out and talk the big part the the thing that people remember the most about the uh, the oscars or the grammys or whatever is those aside from like i guess the concerts or whatnot but like is when you have those speeches that's what gets shown off years later are those speeches Oh man, how great would it have been if like Sam Lake could just come out and like slap Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think the, I mean he can say that he wants the Game Awards to be like the Oscars, but it's like the Oscars don't show game tra- you know movie trailers. It's not like an uh, you know an hour and a half of new stuff. You know, it's yeah, it's just recognizing you know what what happened in movies and stuff like that. Right. I don't um, know. And, and then yeah. also like they. They slam the trailers and the ads so close together that it, sometimes it becomes very difficult to figure out what's a trailer and what's an ad. Well, uh, those, uh, awful uh, nicotine things like the anti. Yeah, the, the ones that are not game related. Those are right? like hysterically yeah. bad. Yeah, uh, but it's just like, like I get it. Well, I don't think we need to belabor the point about the ads and the the announcements like i get that those kind of pay for the fact that you can have everything else yeah but i also feel like we need to either decide uh other people are making this comment too so i don't want to say that i'm the one that originated it because i didn't but i thought about it and i said you know of all the things you can talk about wwe and all this stuff i think they do a great job of honoring their previous uh superstars with the hall of fame thing and they make it part of the biggest not big, biggest weekend of the year with wrestlemania and yes if you didn't have wrestlemania the hall of fame thing probably wouldn't sell very much by itself let's be honest but they give it its own night it feels special everybody gets dressed up everybody goes there like this is the whole point you get everybody dressed up you make them look all cool you have all everybody there together and it's supposed to be about honoring the year that was. And that's not the feeling you get. Yes, the announcements are great, but why not set it on its own night or have the, the arena for the awards later that night? And then you do the, the, the announcements digitally in some kind of event earlier in the day. Like, I don't get- know... They can only get that uh, stadium for two, three hours. So <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. Did he do this like really on the cheap and and only get it for like four hours or five hours, like three hours, uh, almost four for the show, and then an hour for everybody to clean up and let's go? Like this dude was in a hurry. He was in a hurry the whole time, and it, it's it's embarrassing to have a clock that's counting down and then tells you to hurry up, please wrap it up, please wrap it up. Like, yo, I get that they made the joke at the beginning with uh, uh, Christopher Christopher Judge. Judge, And that's cool. I thought it was going to be a joke. I thought they had changed. Like, oh, wow, they started at the beginning with with an award 
and and they had I mean, somebody come out. It's like, uh, here's the thing. Like, I, 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 I guess I don't really mind that. Like, you don't need to have people come out for every award. Like, especially no, they for, don't. Especially, I mean, especially for stuff like multiple awards. Like, I guess I'm glad Sam Lake came out. Well, twice to pick up crap. I mean, he actually came out the third time also, uh, which we'll get into. But, yeah. Uh, you know, picking up an award for Star Rail or, you know, Mario Wonder for multiplayer. It's like, yeah, I, you don't need to have like a big production. My bigger problem with that thing, honestly, was like the forest bits. Yes. I didn't, I didn't mind the celebrity stuff. It wasn't as bad uh, as it was like last year or some of the previous years. Uh, they still went on for a little too long, but like the Gonzo thing was terrible, and the worst one was Kojima. Yeah, it, it feels like it's like Jeff wanting to flex that he has friends in yeah. entertainment, and then oh hey, I get my moment with the Muppets, and it's like yo, the Muppets aren't like the big thing that they used to be. Yeah, not like the Muppets. Uh, I mean, yeah, that Doctor. Like, the Dr. T show just got canceled on, on Apple Plus. So it's like the Muppets haven't been relevant in the past nine years, at least, since that first Jason Segel movie came out. Well, uh, they had that like show, I think, on Disney Plus order that they did for a while. But... The Dr. T thing just got canceled. Yeah. It only lasted it, a, yeah, a season. And it's, like, if you're going to have, gonna have uh, Muppets come out, you should have had just uh, the Reggie Muppet and have Reggie voice him. Yeah, or just have Reggie come out and do the joke, you know, yeah. like, I, I don't know, it just, it sucks that this, uh, I, look, I, I, I can't remember his name, but the guy from Shang-Chi, like, talking about his, yeah, see me, uh, see me Lou or see me Lao, yeah, I don't know it, oh, I messed up my foot for, like, yeah. three minutes, like, yo, Come on, man. Like, it, you know, it, it felt like, oh, if you're going to promote a game or you're an actor or an actress, uh, you could take all the time you want. But the devs that are here talking about their award and, and being happy about something, oh, no, we, like, we can't have them have their time. Yeah, I joked about Timothy Chalamet. He was actually fine. He, right. He, he just basically said, here's the award or, you know, here are the nominees. Here's the award. That's it. Exactly. He, he, he didn't go like yo go yo everyone see, go see Wonka like or he didn't make some big production out of it. It's just like nope, here it is. I'm you know I'm here for a minute. And they paid me and I'm out. Yeah, I mean like okay, you have Matthew McConaughey, whatever. He's promoting a game. You get let him have some time. Which, which uh, he yeah. wasn't in that game trailer at all. That was the funniest bit. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, what are you are you uh. Be in that game character like three minutes you know if that <laughs> yeah it's exactly like he's not is he gonna have a big role we don't know yet but it feels like he's not and then we just had him come out there just to be able to be like yo matthew mcconaughey is here and it's like this is a digital people will watch this whenever it's not gonna get some i don't know that i'm i'm gonna have somebody come in and go Oh, watch this Matthew McConaughey. They're going to watch it for the five minutes Matthew McConaughey is on, and they're going to go watch something else. Uh, it just, I, I don't know. It just, it feels like almost like an old school thing of he's beholden to the the people that are paying for this show. He needs to push out more ads, push out more announcements, uh, all this stuff. And it really feels like maybe we need to let, we need to let Jeff, and, and this was what sucks. Like Jeff has other times during the year where he gets to do this, where he gets to do announcements and things like that. 
It's like we don't need another night that does this to this degree. And it feels like because this show keeps getting bigger and bigger every year, he keeps getting more and more announcements. And maybe some of the big ones are coming together at the last minute. So he's like, oh, well, we got to have this in here. So let's push this other stuff out of the way. I'd love to know, like, I'd love a behind the scenes of, like, how a lot of this stuff comes together. So maybe we can give Jeff a little bit more of benefit of the doubt. Um, Because it really does feel like that. Like, maybe he has a plan at the beginning, thinking that a lot of this stuff's not going to come together. And then at the last minute, a lot of these trailers that are big ones show up. And he's like, oh, well, okay, we'll put this in there and we'll we'll figure out how to make this work. And, you know, and yeah, it's extra money, obviously, as well. So, I mean, he's not going to say no to that. But, yeah, it just feels like this is a big old walking ad a lot of times. And it sucks because we well, make it this prestige thing that it's not. Yeah, someone should just do, like, watch every game of the year thing. Uh and just calculate, like, you know, time with trailers versus time for developers speaking. We, I mean, we don't have to belabor this anymore. But, yeah, you get the idea or the problem. Yeah, somebody did. And I think it was a very bad uh, yeah. quota to ads to announcements to the people speaking. And then people speaking about other things that don't have anything to do with the game. Uh, right. So let's get into the actual things that were shown here. Um, I think there were this was probably one of the better, like as far as announcements go, like all the stuff if you take all the things that Jeff had in in one go, probably as far as announcements, as far as like an e three level event, this was pretty damn good for that. Um, you know, we mentioned the Matthew McConaughey thing. I thought the Exodus game trailer looked really cool. like it reminds me kind of mass effect, uh, whatever. I mean, did that stand out to you at all, or you kind of just... I think my problem with most of the trailers they actually showed is there's very little gameplay. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, that Exodus thing might be cool, but, you know, it's two minutes long of a CGI trailer with characters I don't really know, and t 15 seconds of actual gameplay, or, like, gameplay-looking stuff, you know? And it looked like... Looked like uh, yeah. It looked like like a co-op version of uh oh it's Returnal. You think so? You think it's gonna be roguelike? Kind of thing? I, I don't think it'd be roguelike, but I think it definitely looks like co-op. Like you because you got like two other people with you. So right. hopefully it's online and not you know just single player, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean it could to, be. Yeah, I can kind of go through this like I guess uh you Yeah, know, so let me as, just um, yeah, as it happened. <laughs> So the pre-show did have some cool announcements. You had Brothers of Tale of Two Sons getting a remake. Uh, so if you haven't played that, I'm assuming this will be the, the great way to play that. We'll see. Uh, Dan Mullins got to announce his new uh, game, which is Pony Island 2, uh, Panda Circus. So, And Pony Island 1 was freaking amazing at how weird it was. So I'm excited for that. Dead Cells uh, devs get a new game called Windblown that has like uh anthropomorphic uh bat peg looking thing and uh this look cool the the animated trailer so yeah it got a and and then they had i think a world of goo 2 uh and cool. I'm yeah that looked cool too interested in that yeah uh i think it had some other things but 
that's kind of like the big hits from the pre-show. They had some, some decent stuff on, on there. Uh, and then you had, uh, I think Windblown was actually on the actual awards. I'm sorry. But you also had a God of War Ragnarok getting a roguelike. So this is the second uh, game that Sony has announced in mere days that has a roguelike mode of, along with Last of Us Part Two remastered as well. Yeah. Uh, called God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. I feel like you're going to confuse people with the Assassin's Creed Valhalla thing, but whatever. Yeah, that seems too old. Uh, yeah. What do you th- and and it's coming out next week, by the way. Also, like, any thoughts on this? Uh, I looked at that trailer. It didn't look like you had the kid with you at all. So I think it's just like no, a, you don't. Create, yeah, yeah, it's just a Kratos only thing. I don't know. Might be cool. Like you know, if I have to like replay it to get better weapons, or you know, to unlock whatever you want, or to be like some yeah, base thing, you know. It looked. Uh, it looked really fun. Uh, if you like roguelikes, and then of course it has the God of War combat, which is great. So. Why not tie those two together? Um, good little way to give somebody to, you know, give people a chance to to play this, uh, play another thing for God of War. And, uh, you know, Sony needs to kind of bridge the gap because they don't have uh, a big first party thing coming out next year. Um, but by the end of this, I feel like they kind of, they did a good job of telling you, okay, here's what's coming out at least till uh, the end of March. So they did a good job I, with between this. Yeah. See, Go ahead. it's weird. I actually think of the three, like you say, Sony didn't have a big, it doesn't have a, didn't announce a big game, but they're still doing better. Like I don't think Nintendo showed anything, and Nintendo showed nothing uh, except I, for announcing three sixty four games coming to Switch Online in a tweet. Finally, ten eighty <laughs> snowboarding. All right. Uh, yeah. And I don't think Microsoft showed anything either. Yes, they did. What did they Blade 2, which was the next thing I was oh. going to talk about? Okay, yeah. Uh, and also, Blade is made by Beth- by uh, Arcane Leon, Leon, so yeah. Uh, also, the the Kojima thing, yeah, but that's not showing anything. That's just... <laughs> we don't really know what, what that game is. They made a big deal about oh, it's a movie game, oh, it's also a game, oh, it's also this. Uh, it felt more like Jordan Peele just getting was so happy he got to stand next to Kojima that they both were just like, "All right, let's you know go through this." I mean, look, it's a cool concept well, I, after Silent Hills failed to have I, that. I, I'm, so. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, like, or uh, like Sony showed actual games, Microsoft showed potential ideas, but Microsoft. Well, Hellblade Two is an actual game, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, but they didn't even show that. Like they just showed that you know that that you know that concert thing. It's like okay, the trailer they showed had gameplay, had combat in it. Yes, but it's tied to a musical number. Like you're not you're you're missing that that point. Like they just didn't go, yo, here's here's a fable trailer, you know, or here's a here's the because uh, I'm sure it's gonna get it. Here's uh, not Star Citizen. What what the hell, Starfield? Yeah, yeah. His Starfield, you know, DLC, or, you know, anything like just off the cuff, you know. I mean, yes, they had Hellblade two stuff, but it's tied to that. I mean, it's also a pretty well known thing, and it's also I mean concert. Like I'm, I'm just saying, like they didn't show anything new, except for Blade. 
okay, fine. I'm just saying God of War Ragnarok uh, DLC was not expected. It's free. That's cool. But it's not like it's something new either. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, the Ronin game we already knew about as well. If we're going to make big deals about it, it's great that we got to see more of it. I'm really excited for that game. Uh, I don't know why you need to make it come out the same day as Dragon's Dogma 2, but that's, uh, I guess, beyond the point. Like we, I guess we always have to have games that are just fighting it out on the same day when you could literally pick any other day of the year. Um, and what, uh, Sony also has, I think, the, the Last of Us Part 2 remastered coming. They shut off Helldivers, a little bit of a small little trailer for Helldivers 2. Um, and I think they have something else, which I can't think of right this minute. But like I said, they did a good job of outlining their next year. If we're going to talk about that, yes. Microsoft did nothing to tell you what's coming out next year uh, because we still don't know when Hellblade 2 is coming out. And yes, I agree with you. Both of those ga- other games they showed, we have no idea when they're coming out, how far in development they are. Uh, Kojima still has Death Stranding 2, which we didn't see in this on this showcase, uh, that has to come out before this game, you'd imagine. Um, and, it, you know, so yes, I agree with you in the principle that Sony... Show did a better job of telling you what's happening this year, but I don't think either, as far as like newness, no, ne- neither one of them are totally you know. And yeah. and just to be fair, the Hellblade 2 uh thing was they did a musical number and then they showed the trailer, it wasn't like the Final Fantasy one where they did it while the musical number is going on, no. uh, but which also sucks because they didn't actually show the whole trailer, they basically showed you snippets of that trailer and then was like, oh, well, this game is so close to coming out. You guys can go watch the actual trailer later because, you know, we don't have enough time uh, right. to show it in here. But, yeah, I mean, good stuff. from both. Just to be fair, going from showing nothing last year to at least showing this is w- way better if we're going to talk about Um But, hey, you know who takes the cake for showing barely anything but giving you a lot? Sega showed off like five games at one time uh to to show off that they're they're making new shinobi crazy taxi streets of rage golden axe and jet set radio games and there's probably more coming because they said a series of remakes so basically it feels like they're just taking all of their like known franchises and saying yo we're making more games that's good right uh i i'm uh two minds about this one uh of those five games i think only one and a half of those will be good uh jet set radio looked fine that's like the one full game and mm-hmm. crazy taxi will only work if they get the offspring in it <laughs> but uh, i mean didn't I, they release like a crazy taxi thing not too long ago yeah that that's um, got all the licensed music <laughs> yeah but it's also like yo man it's not like the offspring is doing too well these days i'm sure the license out there crap you know their music for us you know a few thousand bucks. Uh, I, I don't think. I honestly don't think though that the other three games will work. Like especially that Golden Axe game. Like they didn't show too much of it, but it's like, yeah, Golden Axe and uh, Streets of Rage going like 3D is kind of weird. Also, when you just had a great, yeah, uh, 2D version, right of it. And they have tried to make. I don't know about Streets of Rage, but they they have tried to make more modern Golden Axe games. And they're always terrible. <laughs> I think it was like an Xbox yeah. game, maybe three, 
I think it was Xbox, maybe 360, but ugh. uh the hand-drawn shinobi looked awesome though. Yeah, shinobi uh, might be, might be cool. Yeah. Yo, man, they need to bring out a new comics zone. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting, especially with the graphics you have now, like how they could do that. Yeah. Uh would be pretty awesome. Two things I would say is that there are indie games that one of them hasn't come out yet, but could potentially be really put a high bar on doing a jet set radio and doing a crazy taxi um, and, and making sure you do it right. Uh, the cyber, the, this indie game that came out this year, bomb rush Cyberfunk, was yeah. really good. Uh, and that was kind of like a new jet set radio when we right. didn't know there was a jet set radio coming. So that's, that's a, and I think that parcel core game that's there's a demo out on the Xbox right now. Uh, Cause they have that, um, Game Awards, like, demo stuff that uh, they do for Summer Game Fest. It's happening for Xbox now as well. Yeah. Uh, played a little bit of that. That was fun. So, you know, it, it will be cool to see how they can make that different from, from the indies that have that have made those uh, since then. Right. Um, interesting. This uh, I love Day- Dead by Daylight, but I don't like the fact that it's a 4, 4B1 game. Like, I love the concept of it because I love horror games. So the fact that we're making a, a Dead by Daylight inspired single player game called The Casting of Frank Stone, uh, that looks cool as well. So glad to see that's coming, and we'll see when it ever it does come out. Right. Um, and and uh, of course you had the two Xbox things. Uh, I don't like. Um, I don't know what to make of the Kojima thing. I feel like we need to know more about it because he kind of said it's like three or four different things in one. He wants to try to do something new to the medium to, I guess, let you know that you can have, we already have movie type games. So I guess to try to have even more crazy uh, movie type games uh, like you get from here. Yeah, that'd be like that quantum break game. We're going to try to make a TV show and they failed at it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does have a good cast uh, in here as well, and then of course having the Jordan Peele uh, like collab, who makes amazing horror movies himself, is interesting. So, I guess we'll see. Uh, that it was a surprise, but my lord, Jeff Keighley made that such a huge thing that I don't think it needed to be. <laughs> like. This thing? felt like it dr- went on forever. Yeah, the Kojima thing yeah, just felt like it a, went on forever because, yeah, that was a good 10 15 minutes. And it's like, oh man, you know, I muted most of that also because it's like, I I don't care unless you're going to show me gameplay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it was cool for the first like five minutes and they went on and on. And it's like, okay, we get it, Jeff. Could you love Kojima? The one time you talked about something sort of political was when Kojima was banned from showing up at the awards and then never again. Right. Uh, like you couldn't even talk about the layoffs that have been happening in the industry on this show, but you had to talk about, you know, yeah, you, you had to have all these people on. Like it, it just kind of droned on. Uh, I wish they, they would, he could have been tighter about that. Um, the one that I felt like it was a total surprise because I don't think anybody really like had sort of announced this at all was that Xbox finally has their Marvel game with blade and Arkane Leon is making it. Um, of course you automatically have people compare that. Oh, you can't let arcane make a vampire game. Look what happened with Redfall. 
Uh, I don't think we need to just say that they can't make a game in an entire genre because the other arcane didn't do well with it initially. Any thoughts on a blade game? Uh, you know, it might be cool. Uh, I like Deathloop quite a bit. Uh, they said it would be third person, though, I think, didn't they? So that'll yeah, be Yeah, it's third person. I think all of their games have been first person. Uh, yeah. Um, except for like Deathloop was. Break. Yeah. Uh, so it'll, it'll compete against uh, Wolverine, and then you can the Blade vs. Wolverine game later on. Yeah. Uh, and you had those Black Black Panther game coming as well. So no shortage of Marvel games. uh, I mean, it's probably good that Marvel is doing that or, you know, Disney is doing that because they don't have game studios anymore. (laughs) And so it's like, well, you can license our crap and hopefully it'll be good. (laughs) And, yeah, uh, you know, that Blade, it's the same thing as like, you know, Blade and Wolverine and Black Panther. They're all, they're all, uh, characters of like a pretty limited power set or they're not like overwhelmingly powerful so there's still something like it's that's always a problem of, Spider- of superman games it's like how do you how do you weaken superman you know yeah it's it, it, you're you're right about that they did show a speaking of superman they showed a suicide squad uh killed the yeah, justice with, league with trailer the most inappropriate song ever which is actually pretty on point for them i thought <laughs> for real um i agree with that uh they also um there was a lot of things announced here but towards the end they had uh sean murray come out and announced that they're making a new game called light no fire yeah uh which uh, was hilarious because you already had people saying hey don't uh over inflate this game it you're not even close to having it come out uh, please, you know, and I think even Jeff made the joke as well. Here we go. You're you're uh, over promoting this already, but I guess it seems uh, interesting. Uh, there's it's My- it's a game about Earth and the planet is buried as a as a universe and um that, that's, this is going to yeah, be the I, first real open world. <laughs> the trail looks interesting, but it's like how yeah. how big is this game going to be like? For a few hundred people playing it, you know, that's cool. But for the potential millions of people playing it, you know, are they just going to yeah. be running into each other constantly? Or, you know, just I, I, I decided about the, like, the logistics of it. Like, how, like, let's say you and I are playing, but we're on like totally opposite ends of the earth, literally. Like, how do we just like transport to each other? Or do you have to like sail across yeah. the Atlantic to hang out with you or, you know? <laughs> Uh, no idea here. I also, just to be fair, I'm not showing trailers because I don't want to get us copyright striked. Right. Um, so avoiding that at, at all costs, really. Um, because I don't know which ones are and which ones are not uh, gonna do that. So, another one of the big ones that was kind of announced towards the end Monster Hunter Wilds, which I guess is the sequel to Monster Hunter Worlds. Um, you were a big fan of Worlds, uh, even reviewed the dlc it. and everything like what do you oh what do you think about this of that it looked you know looked fine like it seemed to have like a much greater emphasis on you know taming bees to riding that thing around right uh, yeah so it looks fine my you know the big question is always with monster hunter is are they going to have a non-archaic online system and the answer is always no <laughs> 
Yeah, let's see if that improves. So definitely, because the last time that wasn't great. I think obviously not having to be on last gen consoles, I think is going to help as well. Uh, yeah. I love the way that the the like scenery transitioned on it as well. It was really well like done, and just he goes from being chased on a bunch of uh, different animals to like going from the desert to another thing, and it, it's like really cool. Um, right. So yeah, let's let's see how. I'm sure that we'll get more on this. Uh, as the time goes on, but that's not coming till 2025, which there were plenty of games that also got announced that were not till 2025. Though, like the Untitled Goose game, uh, next game from them, Big Walk, also is 2025. So, um, hey, I guess uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 made it to where hey, you can announce that a game's not coming till two years from now or whatever. So, why not? Yeah, um, so I guess some. Um, some other things i'll leave the uh the dlc talk for towards the end that way i can just go ahead and talk about the what like what i played or whatever of it um some other things i guess i got announced this harmonium musical which looks uh looks really cool looks like it could be um uh like just as good as some disney stuff uh that has come out recently um not as far as quality. I'm just talking about like the animation quality and the fact that it has like sign language and cool and stuff. That's, that's pretty cool. It, it's coming to game pass and Netflix. Uh, Thumper has a sequel. It's called Thrasher. Um, and apparently it's even faster than, than Thumper and it looks cool. So. And also it's like a, with that. A, a big VR game. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, they got a trailer for Persona 3 Reload. We already know when that's coming out. The metaphor re Fantasio though. That looks awesome. Uh, we got more gameplay of that, and yeah, man, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, and he, I mean, I'll be curious to see what Collector's Edition comes out with that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm kind of a surprise. Dredge uh, is having DLC with Dave the Diver. It feels like it's like the Dave the Diver characters inside Dredge is what I got out of it. Uh, coming December 15th, so that's coming in a week, uh, yeah. which is. Uh, which is cool. Um, Unusual June also look cool. It's the new game from uh, Finji. Um, and they, they announced that the Prince of Persia Lost Crown demo is coming January 11th, the week before the game. So I'm excited because I, I love Prince of Persia. So uh, getting to demo the game before it comes out, I'm totally down for that. Uh, the uh, If you remember Ikumi Nakamura, the, the very excited... Um, lady that was there to promote Ghostwire Tokyo many years ago. Uh, she has her first game. Uh, forgot what the is it Unseen? I think is the name of the the studio. Uh, the titles the the game looked kind of cool. It's kind of like all animated, uh, sort of uh, called Kamori. And if you want to talk about animated, that No Rest for the Wicked game also looked really awesome from Moon Studios, the the Ori team. Do you think do you think that lady sticks around for this game unlike with Ghostwire Tokyo? <laughs> I definitely think so. She looked very excited about this actually being her game and that vision with that. So yeah. Yes. Uh Visions of Mana is the newest mana game that's coming uh as well next year. Uh what do you think about that Dragon Ball Sparking Zero? Looked like a bad Dragon Ball game. Just like, yep. <laughs> We're back here again. <laughs> oh, back to this. Uh, 
kind of surprising. What do you think about this? Like an actual Jurassic Park survival game? That look cool. I'll be, I'll be, I'll give that a shot, possibly. Uh, especially since it's not some like online multiplayer focused thing. You know, it's like building a base. You know, it's just yeah, surviving against the dinosaurs. Although I think the chick, the chick in the trailer was really dumb when she's like waving on her flashlight. It's like that that shows you where the di- you know that alerts you to where the dinosaurs are, but they can also see you. So right, I'd probably turn that one off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, cool. anything else you wanna you wanna talk uh, about there? I don't know. That don't nod thing might be okay. That lost record. Yeah, that looks cool though, too. The don't it made me think of that. Uh, I don't watch it, but that Bumblebee or uh, whatever the hell that show is with Christina Ricci. Okay, I kind of I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh oh, damn it. Oh, Yellow Jackets. That's it. Yeah, you were close. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there was something. Oh, uh, that. Black, uh, they keep showing trailers. The Black Wukong, yeah, the Black Myth Wukong, yeah, that might be okay. Uh, you know, that studio has some allegations oh. on it, which oh, is yeah. great, but yeah, you can't, you can't forget the biggest, the biggest two pieces of news. Uh, Skull and Bones has their ninth release date, which I'm sure will be blowing <laughs> in a few months, <laughs> yeah, February and, 16th now, yeah. And I was actually, I was surprised that uh, Twisted Metal Two got a, or Twisted Metal got a season two. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It did well for Peacock, actually. So, uh, I guess I'm I mean, Peacock said it was like, one of the highest things that that's been watched on there for a while. Okay, I just remember like when it came out, it had I was a practically no buzz, <laughs> and no no one talked about it except for like. Us and a few other, you know, but it yeah, was yeah, like, it was oh, like really like a gaming related only thing people talked about. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as bad keep... as uh, Secret, uh, whatever that is, the the Samuel Jackson one for Disney Plus, but Secret, it was kind of there. Yeah, Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. I also thought that uh, I had the funniest moment actually of the night was when they had the Fallout cast out. And I think Walton Goggins is like, here's the award for, yeah. or you know, game of the year. It's like, no, dude, look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> Somebody didn't pay attention there. Um, I, They showed off more of the Fallout show. That looks... It, that they showed good. off so little of yeah. it, though. They just showed, like, yeah. it looked like 10 more seconds. <laughs> it's like... Right, then what it. we'd seen before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Um, I, I think there's some other good stuff in here. It's, I don't think we need to go through no. every single little thing, but yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a a great show for announcements. Like they had some good, good stuff in here, and definitely worth going to see. I need to actually they they did a Nobu Uematsu, uh apparently did the theme song for uh, Rebirth, the same thing he did for remake, and they had. Uh, an actual like musical number for it. And then they kind of showed parts of the newest trailer around it. And there is a new trailer out there. It's like two minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, So I've only watched like a minute of it. So definitely got to go watch that. But man, just keep getting more and more excited uh, for that game. And they did the moment. They did the big moment uh, that if you've played Final Fantasy VII at all, you know 
uh, what that is. I was, I thought they would keep that a secret until the, until the game came out, but they apparently decided to not do that, which is fine. Uh, we kind of all know that moment at this point, unless you just haven't played uh, the game ever. Um, look, I think overall, again, uh, my my opinion is that they Jeff keeps getting bigger and bigger games to announce at this thing, and that's great. Uh, we didn't get the Xbox. The, the rumor was that apparently Gear 6 and the mid-gen Xbox were going to get shown here. They did not show that. Uh, right. Nothing from Nintendo at all. Um, I think we mentioned that already, but nothing from them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, but we did get some cool surprises and stuff. And uh, even the, the cool musical number from Alan Wake 2 itself, the, the, the old guards of Asgard being there with the Sam Lake and the Alan Wake actor, that was awesome. Uh, those are the kind of musical numbers I don't mind at all. Like when it has to do with the game and all that, especially one that's being nominated. Uh, or the musical orchestra thing that they do before they announce the game of the year. Like, that's cool. I don't need, um, you know, random ones that, hey, we got this artist. Let's waste 10 minutes with that. Uh, yep. So better job by by Jeff on that front. But just, we got to do something with the the awards. Either balance it out better, give it its own night, do something. But this was absolutely atrocious in a year that we've had so much bad happened to game developers this was not the year to rush them off in 15 seconds uh not even getting to get out some of their speeches uh the worst one was the the first one the baldest gay voice actor he's literally sitting there giving like a heartfelt moment about what this game meant to him and the and the whole community and then he's getting oh i gotta hurry up now it's just like oh lord i also thought it was a little i would say conspicuous about how many women were on the stage this year not in a bad, yeah, I know not, he not, made a big deal about that. Not in like, wholly a bad way, but it's like, okay, you like you made it too much. You made it a little too obvious now. Like, well, but okay, you do need to correct that. But also, some of them he was still like rushing them off and right. And uh, you know, even the like two of them, he could say he did it for Warframe, and it's like we're rushing them off so that we can do the trailer, and it's like. Oh God! It's it's like man, we shouldn't be doing this thing where we feel like we gotta rush through everything. Look, I get it. We don't need to be the Oscars and go six hours either. But it yeah. really just felt like he was in a hurry the whole time, and it just it it doesn't give a good vibe uh, at right. all. Um, moving to a different uh, trailer. I'm not showing this because this will definitely get us uh, copyright blocked. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto Six uh, wound up dropping on Monday night. Monday afternoon ish, if you're on the Pacific time zone, uh, because some idiot leaker decided to drop a whole low res, terrible watermarked version of it. And then Rockstar was like, ah, oh, you know what? Screw this. Here it's out. Um, they, they block the, the Twitter account from the person. And hey, you know what? It's still got the highest rated thing for a video game ever on X and I think on YouTube it's it's that same thing as well. Uh they're returning to Vice City, which is, you know, the where I live area, Miami, uh mostly. Right. And then uh, then kind of making it big and going to all of Florida, which uh that's really cool to see. A lot of Florida man stuff in there. <laughs> uh you know, uh female protagonist Lucia um so glad that there wasn't like a lot of 
stupid talk about that seems like people are more uh, understanding, and respectful about no, it, I, and not. I've seen some of that. I mean, yeah, there was some, people. but it felt yeah. like it was more like, oh, two people getting their tweets blown up, and not everybody well, trying to yeah, be assholes about like, it. it. It's like look at every other rock star game. They've not. <laughs> They barely even have women in it for most for the most part. <laughs> like, yeah, the first GTA had uh, had selectable women you could in that game, but the GTA is sort of like the same thing, like Persona. Like after G- you don't talk about what happened before GTA three, right? So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's like GTA three and onwards is is GTA yeah. now. We don't we don't consider all the other stuff uh, GTA, but still, it looks cool. It looks amazing. Uh, let's see if it actually looks like that when the game comes out, because it's not going to be 60 frames, I'm sure. No, um, no, no. <laughs> did you have any thoughts about the, the game at all or what you saw? Or I, It looked good. Uh, I mean, I, I was joking with you about, so that's what Florida is, huh? <laughs> uh, I mean, it kind of did represent uh, yeah. Miami, South Florida very well, uh, at least from uh, what I can speak to. <laughs> I guess I'd be interested to see like more of the character or, you know, more of that relationship with the guy, you know, if it is going to be like a whole game affair or if it's just going to be like, or if at the end, like, Oh no, you have to kill one another or kill the other person or something like that to, you know, like they always do in these types of games. It did feel like they were telling the story like backwards a little bit. Like, yeah, that's the other thing too. It could open up with like, unless he's like getting out of jail uh right at the start or something it feels like they were kind of they got her out of jail and then they showed other things and then oh but then they're showing you at the end why she went to jail so yeah. it, it'll be interesting how they do that um i'm i'm uh like it, it's uh it's a cool thing that they're doing here with this i i really do it, I, for one i also want to point out that the idiots that are being racist y'all are stupid you have no idea <laughs> what uh the entire miami florida area has has all kinds of cultures in it so don't uh the the idiots that that want to say that miami is just tourists and uh cubans and white people y'all are y'all are stupid have no idea uh literally down my block of where my girlfriend lives it is all kinds of cultures and that's just one small area. So think about the rest of how big Miami and all that is, especially when you go up Northern up, even in, in Northern Florida, it's uh, there's more yeah. um, all kinds of different cultures. So yeah, let's, let's not, let's not with that. Um, good. that grand theft auto is doing that. They're showing so many di- different uh, diverse cultures with that and showing it right off in the trailer. Y'all folks that get mad about it. Yo, there's, I'm sure there are different, Parts of this game, this game is going to be huge. Look at the map of that game. is uh, It's it's cool showing the comparison between the original Vice City on PS2 to like the map of what this game is going to be. If it really is that, that's that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. So I'm not a huge Grand Theft Auto person. I like Vice City. Uh, but this is when I lived in Texas. So, but I like Vice City because of the '80s music and kind of the vibe or whatever. But I'm I never been like a huge like oh I want to go play Grand Theft Auto um person probably because i i wasn't allowed to as a kid and then when i did finally play it i was like oh, i don't really get the the big deal about this um but being fr- being situated in where i live and and all of that 
uh, and kind of modeled around that uh, makes me does make me want to go play it. It's going to be interesting. It seems a lot of the story is built around social media, considering yeah. where we are with social media right now. Like, what's that going to be like in 2025? You know. I'm sure they'll have some fake TikTok equivalent in the game, you know. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of Instagram TikTok uh, in there already. So I wonder how are they going to be able to adapt that at all in the two years that it's going to, if it takes more, it could, Grand Theft Auto is notorious for getting delayed more than once. So it could even come in 2026. So that's not, uh, I'm glad that they're setting expectations that far in advance, but let's also not, hold them to the fact that it may not come in 2025 either. Right. Uh, but um, speaking of other things that are coming later, uh, Day of the Devs also had like their showcase as well around the, the Game Awards. I don't know if you saw any of this or not. No. Um, they had some really cool, like just, I love the fact, I love Day of the Devs because they have some like really interesting games that you don't necessarily always see at these indie showcases some of them you have seen like ultros we've seen before uh that's that really cool stylish like uh metroidvania game uh they showed that often here and i think we've seen holston before which is like the uh it changes views but it's a survival horror game but also it kind of goes into isometric and you get to go explore around the town and then when you actually shoot the zombies or whatever it will change perspective in the first person which is really cool because you don't see that uh that often at least from indie games usually it's kind of stays the same perspective the whole time so the fact that they're able to like i think they did the drawings from like eight different angles which is amazing by the way for an indie game uh and it's supposed to be modeled after like 90s uh polish uh town so yeah i thought that was really cool um one that kind of hit home for me because I work at a call center. They have this game called Home Safety Hotline, which is like it's set in a 90s uh, call center. You're the call center person. And it has like the 90s like call center, like computer and everything. And you have to help somebody uh, right. through this uh, using kind of text and stuff, which is um, really cool. And that way they made a kind words, too, which I didn't think we were going to get a, a, another kind words. Uh, game except for this time you can explore town uh instead of just being confined to your room which is interesting uh in a way too uh the first game they showed is this game called missionaire which is like uh it's first person perspective and you're like trying to run away you're in this town trying to run away and there's this huge giant policeman that's watching you the whole time and you kind of have to like be friends with this policeman to try to trick him so you can move around the town and stuff. And it, the way that they did the the trailer and talking about it was like really interesting. It wouldn't be a game that I really thought about like being going for, but the way they did this, uh, it really kind of made me interested. They made a sequel. There's a sequel to uh, Genesis Noir called Nirvana Noir. Um, so that's uh that's cool. Oh, they showed more of open roads. There was uh, some really good stuff. It's not super long, so I would go check it out if you're um, big into indie games. There was some really cool uh, stuff shown in here that some which are coming soon, some are coming later. So definitely yeah. uh, go check that out. Um, 
The one thing that was announced, uh, I guess they got shadow dropped. I think there was something else that also got shadow dropped, but I, uh, oh, well, Baldur's Gate 3 is on Xbox now. It's not the, Game Pass. The <laughs> finals got shadow dropped. Right um, the finals also, uh, which is uh, an arena shooter, also got shadow dropped. Um, they were going to announce Baldur's Gate 3 at the that last moment there while they're doing the game. This is another thing that I don't understand. The game of the year, which should at least get some time for people to talk, right? It's the fucking game of the year. Uh, that got shoot off the stage as well. And they were going to apparently announce Baldur's Gate 3 being on Xbox at that point. Similar to how they announced the Alan Wake 2 New Game Plus is coming on December 11th next week. Yeah, And they couldn't even do that because they were rushing them off the stage. No Game Pass, but it is out there on Xbox for you to buy. So hey, if you didn't get to play on Xbox and you only have an Xbox and you're uh, you're making those last minute what might be some of my big games of the year, now you get to go play it. So yep. uh, go that. I'm if I get it at all, it'll be for a sale because, like Marcus said, I already know it's not for me. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna. That's here's, not one of those. Yeah. Here, go ahead. Here's the thing. I didn't think it's for me personally. So oh, really? Okay. I, I think. I think it'd be a good game for like Yen's. Uh, yeah. He's, but not for me. I think I just get like really annoyed by like the combat. Yeah. Uh, that's the one thing I think people have said that like the story, all the other stuff is cool, but the combat is not uh, necessarily the greatest. Uh, speaking of something that maybe isn't the combat, uh, the combat might be the issue. Uh, among other things, especially for you, uh, Final Fantasy 16 was the other shadow drop they had. Of course, we already knew they were going to have DLC. But yeah. I don't think anybody expected they were going to have DLC Shadow Drop at the Game Awards. Uh, it's called Echoes of the Fallen. It's set in the middle of the game, so you don't have to finish the entire game. You just have to get towards the middle of it. Right. And well, uh, they can't have it at the end of the game. <laughs> well, I think the other one is um, sort of supposed to be more about it is more about the past, but also it's built more around the end of the game, and that's why it's coming out later. But again, uh, just to give you some perspective, I'm not going to try to spoil the whole thing, but uh, it's 10 bucks. If you want to buy it separately, you can buy both DLCs for 25 So essentially, I have now spent $95 on this game because uh, originally it was $70. Uh, and, you know, it, uh, it's out there right now. It's essentially they uh, come up with a story about how there's a different, uh, there's a separate mother crystal that's that was made by the fallen, and you need to go investigate that. And you uh, do what you do, and then Final Fantasy 16, go fight a bunch of different things. Um, nothing's really changed about it that I can tell. I don't know if this was in the game originally or not, but now you can. I think it was at the end. I just never messed with it. You can what? change the the outfits. Like each one of them have two two outfits. No, that, was, no that was always in the game. Okay. Yeah. Because it it tells you. Like yeah. I don't remember it ever telling me. Well, I when I because hey. I'm playing my finished save. Here's the thing. They yeah. may they may have added it like later on, like in a patch or something. I think like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that specifically. Like, oh, you can cut. You can go in the loadout or the outfits menu. I'm like. Okay, I guess you know, like, yeah, because I never interacted with that. Um, the stone where you do the training yeah, or whatever, right. it tells you to go to that and then you can switch it. But, like, 
I'm, I'm using, I, I also hadn't ever touched my finished save after I beat the game. So right. when I'm loading it up for the first time, it, it tells me that, I guess. And then it, uh, you have to go talk to Karen to start the Echoes of the Fallen DLC. And yeah. then uh, it begins. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm probably about halfway through it. I know I played about an hour and a half. I've already fought a cool boss. Um, he's he's kind of cool. He, he feels like an amalgamation of like two or three different bosses that you fight in that game. Uh, so, obviously, I'm sure it won't take very much longer to finish it. It feels like it's not very long. I'm hoping that the Leviathan one, that's obviously the the loss icon, uh, will be much more interesting and and ha- maybe give you an ending that you didn't get that people were clamoring for. It feels like um, at the end of Final Fantasy 16. So yeah, um, I think for ten bucks, if you really like the game, it's it's worth getting. Uh, supporting them never a bad idea. Just uh, I know it will not do anything if you don't like this game, like Mark. <laughs> uh i would not go and spend ten dollars uh to go get this i don't think it's going to change your mind at all uh, especially because there's a section where you can't use any of the icon abilities and i'm just like oh my god uh this realize, is really showing the bad parts of this yeah, uh really, combat you, you, you can truly realize how shallow the combat is and you can only press yeah. one button at a time or you know, exactly one <laughs> and especially because it's like uh, I'm playing it on my original finished save, so it's not the Final Fantasy mode save. So it's a lot easier than I have come to to get used to with that game. And it's like, ah, oh, this is the one part that I, I did not like. After you play Final Fantasy mode, you don't want to go back to the other mode because the difference in the challenge is very different. And I, I also changed the way I played. I'd use different icons at that point. So like going back to my... My original set, it works, but it's like, man, the other one was a lot more fun and yeah, just whatever. But still like Clive, still like all the stories. Um, personally, it sucks that Ben Starr didn't win the best performance, but especially because apparently the way you play Baldur's Gate, you could actually not even run into um, the, the guy that does Asterion's uh, voice at all in the game. Uh, depending on how you play that game, whereas Clive is there from the minute one to the entire game. So it's not but, a, a change of inflection in sight. <laughs> and the, <laughs> well, he doesn't really talk that much in the other two uh parts before the last time skip. So <laughs> um but yeah that is um still cool that uh that that came out that quick. And yeah, I don't know if there's yeah. any any game you really want to talk about. No, no, the one yeah. thing I'll mention is I, I, everyone is super excited for Elden Ring DLC, and then that also didn't get announced. It's like I think yeah. they did kind of preamble that on Twitter by saying there's a lot more to a lot more wait to come for Elden Ring. So yeah, you know, uh, in games I'm like, currently playing. Yeah, uh, I I bought Reroll Cat. Uh, we love Katamari. Uh, oh, okay. That's all right. Uh, there's too many gimmick levels in that game, unfortunately, though. Uh, which ticks me off. I like Katamari when it's just like the simple idea of rolling shit around, you know? But yeah. there are levels like, oh, if you roll up a cow or uh, a bear, you, the level instantly is over. And it's like, it literally starts you off like roll like in front of a cow or a bear. So you roll two feet in the game and the level is over. 
And it's like, this this isn't fun. <laughs> uh, and there are other some other gimmick levels like that as well. Uh, I picked up, I'm, I'm playing that Power Watch Simulator thing finally. Uh, what do you think? It's okay. Uh, it's a little too fiddly, I think. Like, especially some, like, nook and cranny stuff. You have this really cool, like, dust or, like, dirt grime filter, like, that you can kind of, like, see, like, oh, where am I missing dirt on this thing? But it only mm-hmm. lasts, like, five seconds. Like, I just want it to be on all the time, you know, or yeah, last a lot longer. But I got that, uh, I the DLC. That. I did, I cleaned up, like, the scorpion boss from Final Fantasy VII, uh, the bike and the stupid car, and then one other boss. I forget the name of it. And now I'm cleaning up. No, I cleaned up. Uh, I'm cleaning up the, the stupid boss now. Like it's like a, it's on this like, uh, air cushion thing. I forget the name. Of yeah. It. But I cleaned up the seventh heaven, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I downloaded that. I didn't realize that it was free until you told me. So I went and downloaded it, and I may yeah. give it a whirl. I I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I said, it's one of those like, I kind of just want to not think about nothing for a while and i i I do agree it took me a while to figure out like how do i clean this part of the yeah i kind of wish the game had more of like a tutorial more of a tutorial or like more of an upgrade system like house super actually does have that where it's like okay i have better tools now so it lets me actually clean better like this does have like a shop for like oh you can buy a, a better power washer but Right, it comes very slowly, and also like, you know, I just feel like I'm. See, as for me, it's not a game that can shut my brain off. To me, it's I'm thinking like, where am I missing this one fucking? Yeah, until you get thing. to that part. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's okay, and I'm still banging away at Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> okay, uh, how far do you think you got? I'm way further than Yen's. Uh, I'm in like middle chapter maybe or middle part that game is too big (laughs) or it has like way too much stuff in it like it's funny there are two studios named avalanche Mm -hmm, one is the just cause people and they also made like i even said to yens i'm like this feels like that mad max game and he was like well it's made by avalanche and i was looking into it i'm like no it's not not (laughs) wrong avalanche yeah exactly made all the disney crap that was kind of like not, not great, but not terrible. I mean, it's just kind of mediocre, you know. Fine, right? A, they made this one, but it still feels like that other avalanche. <laughs> definitely. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw. I gave you the the hit that ever crashes on Steam. So. Yeah, I keep playing that on uh mobile. Yeah, on on uh mobile and blue stacks. Um just cuz I don't need the 4K 60 whatever my laptop can't do that. Yeah. Uh, um so you know, I'll just keep it on the thing that it's on. Uh I think I'm there's a lot of stuff you have to do in that game and it's just a game that I put on to let it do all of the things that I need to do to keep growing Cloud's power level so I can go on to the keep playing the Nibelheim part of the story um, because it's not just like, apparently it's not just the weapons and the, the stuff you need to increase. You also have to increase the materia and enhance the materia. You have to enhance their level. It's like a constant, like, I don't know how the people must have spent a lot of money on that game that constantly uh, level up or they have the, 
auto clickers or whatever. Um, yeah, that's right. Because that's yeah, <laughs> because even doing the thing where it auto plays the battles for me, I feel like I'm having. I've already spent two whole work shifts with this game on, just barely touching it to synthesize materia or or enhance the material that I got to do and then put it into the thing where it has to do the battle. And I feel like still his power level is like nowhere near where it needs to be. And I guess I'm like, okay, I guess I got to freaking grind more BS. And it's not a fun, it's like, it doesn't feel fun. It just feels like a thing you do to experience the whatever uh, cool story moments that you do, which is, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So it's not, uh, I will say it's not one of those gotcha games that feels like they push you towards spending money. They have a lot of different events like the Final Fantasy nine one. Now they have a holiday one where you can get the Santa Tifa and, and, uh, the other girl, Lucia, that's part of the first soldier crew or whatever. Like I appreciate that. They aren't trying to push you to, I mean, it does show up. They do tell you, Oh, you have packs you can buy whatever, but they don't, it doesn't feel like, oh, well, you need to spend this to get this, like like other gotcha games do. So I appreciate that part, but it's just there is a grind to it that it feels like if they didn't have auto battling, I probably wouldn't even be bothering with this game anymore. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's one thing about it. So people that that are want to download it on Steam because you like Final Fantasy VII, the story parts are cool, but they're also like just final fantasy seven um it's just like an abridged version of final fantasy seven and you do get the new character models and the new character portraits so those are cool but again those cool moments and the moments where you get to explore around which you do get to explore around the like nebelheim mountain but that's when i got into the i hit the wall where you hit the you have to fight the dragon and you fight the dragon by yourself as cloud and it's like, yo, my power level is not even. My power level was like at seventeen thousand, and you had to be thirty-one thousand, right, to be able to beat the dragon by yourself. And it's like, yeah, this is gonna take forever to gr- grind to this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just just be aware. Like the one sort of new story, I felt like we needed to cover because the other ones are more layoffs and embracer and layoffs at Codemasters, which both very unfortunate and sucks that we're still going through this and 2023 isn't over. We're still going through that, but and for 20, 20, 22 more days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the bigger scare is with Bungie now because uh, apparently a story came out, a very well done reported story by Rebecca Valentine at IGN. And she basically talks about how essentially something that wasn't talked about at the beginning when this whole deal was made for Bungie is that there is a part in the clause of the contract where if destiny doesn't hit certain goals uh, with profits or something, they, they have to reach certain goals at the end of every quarter, right? If they don't reach these goals, Sony could decide to dissolve the current board, which includes Herman Hulse and various destiny people and then just close it and make it part of Sony. So it would essentially be like Bethesda is with Microsoft where 
they still try to make Bethesda be by itself, but it is fully owned by Microsoft. Whereas that, you know, Bungie is an independent subsidiary of Sony at this present moment, but that can be changed. And so morale is apparently very low at the studio because now everything is pointing towards final shape has to be amazing or pretty much Bungie is not going to be Bungie anymore. It's just going to be a studio owned by Sony. Right. I mean, you have any thoughts on, I don't know. On this I, at all? I know people are kind of being like doom and gloom about this, but it's like Bungie hasn't had a great track record lately, even before the Sony acquisition. So right. it's kind of their fault, you know? Like people aren't happy with Destiny 2 at the moment, or haven't been for a while since that last expansion, which is right. before Sony bought them. So, <laughs> yes, they were already working on Final Shape before Sony bought them, then Sony bought them. Uh, Sony's I'm... used them to do their games of service thing, then they've now pivoted where they want to do less games of service, yeah, but but Bungie's still there, so. No, I don't mean uh, the final. I mean, I meant the yeah. not the final shape, but the the last light or whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever last the, light. Yeah, last yeah. light. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little on. I mean, it is on them. So, and they're also doing marathon, yeah. right? Which, uh, I've, that's the I've, thing. It's like what happens to marathon. Yeah, I have a friend working yeah. on that thing right now. Uh, uh, does marathon then become? It's only going to be on PlayStation and PC. Do they remove it from Xbox if they then fully own it? Uh, does that clause of being everywhere on everything go away then uh, because they are fully owned by, by Sony at that point? It feels like, you know, according along with the recent layoffs, there are just there's people worried that basically if this doesn't hit, there's going to be more layoffs. And now we know why the Destiny folks that are at the head of the table on the board made those cuts because they were worried about they weren't going to hit those goals, which they didn't. Right. Right. And then if they keep not hitting those goals, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's not like they missed the goal by like one or 2%. Like that's, that'd be justifiable or that, you know, that's right. Not, right. And it's a goal back 45%. That's a drop, you know? Like, yeah, it's a big drop. <laughs> I mean, drops happen in between, uh, you know, expansions or in, in between sure. big content drops normally for those kind of games. Yeah. But not not to that degree, I think. And also, I know? don't think, like, the buzz around Destiny 2 is, I mean, at this point, it's an old game. Yeah. So. I yeah. wonder if at some point Sony will just, if it becomes part of Sony, do they just say, look, we're just going to start fresh with a Destiny 3. Right. You think that could actually happen, or? Yes, but only if the E in Destiny is a three. Uh, I mean, yeah, this sucks. It sucks to see another studio just you just got bought, and we, you know, we don't know if this is going to be even worse for them. Uh, I mean, than, than what bought, it's sitting at. It like if they didn't get bought, if they didn't get bought, it'd be a lot worse. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, they said that in the previous, when they did the layoffs, like, yeah, we would have had to lay off way more people if Sony didn't buy us, right? Because yeah. they spent, what is it, like half of the amount of money that they spent on buying Bungie was for retention of yeah. workers. So, yeah. or at least a really good chunk of it. So that's the thing is just, yo, this is, this is not, it's, it sucks. It sucks to see. Um, but it 
it makes me think about like again aside from the big heavy hitters which you know uh fortnite announced that lego fortnite thing and apparently there's a whole music mode coming to fortnite that harmonics worked on uh which sucks that that's what harmonics is doing yeah doing music for fortnite um but yeah it I feel like we're again turning another page in the games of service. Uh, gonna be interesting to see what the the finals thing that just came out, what that's gonna look like. Uh, Kill the Justice League, what that's gonna look like when that comes out. Like, what will be the retention for all those games? You know, uh, Apex had a Final Fantasy VII rebirth thing as well. <laughs> uh, will that bring in any new people? Definitely not bringing me in. I, don't, I still don't care. Yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, Let's hope that next year there's more positivity uh, and not so much more layoffs and things like that when we get into 2024 uh, in games. At least we know there are a lot of games coming, and and that's a good thing. Uh, Just thought I'd mention also that right now, Microsoft is dealing with the FTC still being on them about the whole Activision Blizzard deal. uh, FTC is currently trying to appeal saying that they didn't need to show that this was anti-competitive. They just need to show that Microsoft is going to try to take games away from PlayStation. Uh, So it might be why Microsoft didn't slap the Xbox logo on Blade uh, or the other, or the, the Kojima thing. So just be aware. They may also still be negotiating, right? Because they said Indiana Jones wasn't exclusive at first. Microsoft kind of had to go back to the table and be like, Yo, our studio is making this. Uh, how much do we have to give you in order for you to let us have this right. exclusively? You know, um, Marvel being a big name, Blade's movie still hasn't come out. So having this come out there and then the movie, they're going to be making big money. So I'm sure Disney wants a big part of their cut in this yeah. as well for giving the license. So we'll see what happens with all of that. Um as far as uh, games coming out, there is that Avatar. Uh, yeah, Kyle game. is all up about that right now. Yes, he's playing that. I saw that. <laughs> Kyle Simcox. Maybe I'll talk to him see if he wants to uh, come out. Yeah, and come on next week. I was joking with him about that online because I, I basically said it was like it's like Space Far Cry. It, that's what it felt like to me too. Kotaku yeah. said that, and he's like, "Well, it's not. It's not like that bad." And I was like. It's to the point where it's like you got to kill, you got to kill and skin five humans to, to build a better space wallet. <laughs> yeah, um, Lego Fortnite is out right now. Also, yeah. if you're into that, uh, also the Lego Bricktails game is also out. I mentioned that the Nintendo had their announcement. They announced Harvest Moon sixty four, Jet Force Gemini, and ten eighty snowboarding are all out right now on the uh, Switch Online, so you can go uh, play that. Uh, Arizona Sunshine 2 is also out right now. Uh, that's on VR, PSVR 2 yeah. and PC VR and all that. Uh, so you can uh, go check that out. I'm sure that will probably be good. Um, and don't play the day before, apparently, it's really bad. So, yep. <laughs> uh, don't I, w- I would not spend your money on that. Uh, like we mentioned, the finals is out. That Final Fantasy uh, 16 DLC is out. Uh, and then, of course, before we do the uh, next show, that God of War uh, Valhalla DLC will also be out. 
So are you going to yeah. check it out at all or? No, because I'd have to like reinstall God of War 2 and I didn't even finish that game. So <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be an epilogue. So I also don't think I finished that game. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I I may check it out just to to say we uh, just just be able to talk about it. But yeah, we're we're firmly in the get your games that you want to play to talk about game of the year stuff. There's a giant bombs already doing theirs. There's a lot of people that are already doing theirs. So we'll yeah. be doing ours pretty soon. I think I'm gonna wait till like after Christmas. Uh, all that yeah. to see if we can get some games in. So, all right. Well, until uh, next week, uh, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard or you watched. Uh, go subscribe, Video Games to the Max, whether it's on podcasts or subscribe to WT Network to the YouTube channel or on Twitch. And anytime we do a show here, it'll be out here. Yep. And uh, we'll see you later, everybody. Later.